Hello, and welcome to Conversational Leadership with Jay Mann. I'm your host, Jay Mann, Superintendent of the Creighton School District, and today we'll be having a conversation about the new Kennedy School. And for that conversation, I have the great pleasure to be joined by a special guest today, Dr. Eric Dupin, who is the Assistant Superintendent for Teaching and Learning at the Creighton School District. Welcome, Dr. Dupin. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Well, we're excited to have you. Um, I'm sure most of the people out there listening to this know who you are, but there may be some folks who don't. So would you take a couple of minutes and share a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. I'd be happy to. Well, I'm Eric Dupin. As you said, I'm the assistant superintendent here in Creighton School District, and it's been my privilege to work here for the last 20 years. I've served in a variety of roles, including the assistant principal at William T. Mackin School. I was also the principal at Mackin for about 10 years. I was the director of curriculum instruction and assessment, and then uh, I moved into this role about four years ago. A little fun fact about myself that most people probably don't know is I have a pizza oven at home. One of my favorite things to do on the weekend is to make homemade pizza. I've been working on perfecting my dough, trying out some different uh, types of flour and sauces and things, and so it's a lot of fun. Awesome. That sounds both like a lot of fun and pretty delicious at the same time. (laughs) It is. It can be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so speaking of things that are creative endeavors like that, obviously, um, with the new, with the new Creighton School, which is really the reimagining of an existing Creighton School, um, Kennedy, um, we are looking to do some new and innovative things. And so I'm excited to have a conversation with you about that. I know we're getting close on the new school opening, and it's very exciting. Uh, We're looking at an opening uh, for the 2024-2025 school year. And so August of 2024 is right around the corner. And I'm sure one of the questions that people have is, what will the overall instructional focus for the new school be? Absolutely. We are so excited about this unique opportunity that this new school represents for the children of Creighton School District and really for the urban center of Phoenix. Um, When conversations about the instructional model for the school began, the, the idea that emerged was really about giving kids an opportunity to engage in outdoor learning and to expand their knowledge around concepts related to environmental sustainability. You know, we all hear, you know, so much about things like global, global warming, um, challenges to our water supply, the drought, the food supply globally. And these are huge concerns that the next generation is going to inherit. And so over time, this vision that the school could become a place where children and adults work together to understand these huge problems and to to begin the initial development of solutions around those problems became really important. So ultimately, what we're seeking to create is a space where kids get to learn in the outdoors about their environment and how to sustain it for the future. Wow, that's, that sounds really exciting. Um, I think both of those concepts are powerful. How how will that connect back to um, sort of the the day to day of a student? Will they be um, you know having weekly outings? You know, will it be a normal part of a student's day to maybe have some exposure to the outdoors? Could you share a little bit about that with us? Of course, our intention at this time is that students would spend a portion of their learning day outside 
every day. And of course, there will probably be adjustments to that based on the weather and, and other factors, but we really do want our students to be able to be outside experiencing learning. Uh, currently, our district has a, a, an already built set of project-based learning units of study. Some of those units are ready to go and already lend themselves very effectively to an outdoor uh, learning experience. Some of them will require modification, and we hope that those modifications can take place with the teachers and the students themselves. So our intention is that the students will certainly engage in the comprehensive curriculum that Creighton has, which includes um, deep work in English language arts, reading, writing, math, social studies, and science, and also those project-based learning units which can happen outside. We think that over time there will be lots of connections, lots of opportunities for kids to connect the big concepts that they're working with in reading and math, science, and potentially social studies as well with the environment that they're engaging with outside. So we do hope our kids are outside every single day. Our thinking is we're going to start with that courtyard space. The school is going to be built around, is being built around a beautiful courtyard. We want to start there and then we want to expand over the, the beautiful piece of land that the school is on. Wow. So, so st will students have easy access to that courtyard space, to those, to those other spaces? Is that sort of baked into the design of the actual building itself? Yes. All the students will have easy access to the central courtyard. All the ground floor classrooms open right out into the courtyard. The second story classrooms have a, a balcony or a patio. And then with stair access, they'll be able to come down. But they've got some great opportunities for beautiful views and the way that the light will interplay with the big windows in the classrooms and the patio space is really going to invite the outdoors in and the indoors out. So the patio is a key feature, the, the courtyard rather is a key feature of, of this school and we hope that it's going to really inspire thinking, questioning, and the kind of inquiry that will help move our students forward. Well, that, that sounds absolutely awesome. Um, so it sounds like a lot of where these focus areas are you know, is I don't want to call it new territory because I know the um, in the prior iteration of Kennedy School, one of the things that I remember was happening programmatically there was that um, the school was part of an SRP energy uh, conservation program. So there actually, ironically, is some history already there around sustainability, around sort of this environmental awareness, and so that you know it's nice to see that sort of continue in this sort of expanded format. Um, but it sounds like, you know, it's, it's a lot. So it seems like perhaps, um, there may be some need to leverage some expertise within the district, but also perhaps some outs outside expertise as well. That's exactly right. This is going to be a big project, and we hope and expect that it will grow over time. So some existing partnerships that we've been able to cultivate include um, working closely with the University of Arizona and the Cooperative Extension Service. They have a program called Project WET, and they also have Project WILD, and all of these are about giving kids hands-on experiences and deep opportunities for study around the natural world. Wow. And they're excited to, to lend their expertise and build our instructional capacity to support kids in this type of learning. 
and we're continuing to explore. We've we've had a really nice partnership with Arizona State University. Um, we've been working within their College of Sustainability. We have through our Growing Gardens project at all the schools been able to develop some meaningful connections that we intend to have support the development of gardens as well as the outdoor learning um, experiences at the new school. Wow. Well, it's nice to have those partnerships and that, that seems like, you know, a, a great fit for not only what's programmatically happening at the school, but to be able to maybe expand and grow and develop. Um, so I know a lot of times with these programs, you know, it's not... Uh, what's the old mythological example? It doesn't spring full-blown from the head of Zeus. Um, so day one doesn't mean everything that we want to have happen on this campus is ready to go. So could you share a little bit with us about perhaps some of the co-creation that might happen in the space over time? Mm-hmm. One of the people who was a dear mentor for me um, established a school in South Phoenix called Awakening Seed. And another fun fact is that's also where my wife is the executive director. And one of the guiding principles at Awakening Seed is that schools should be a place that is made by hand. And what that means is that the the curriculum, a lot of the a lot of the elements of the curriculum, the big ideas about the focus of learning, those are developed by the teachers and the students themselves. And we envision a similar model guiding the development of learning experiences here at Kennedy School. We know that everything's we will have foundational tool sets for people to start with and build from, but we really do envision this place as being one that is built by children and their teachers, their parents, and the community together so that it really does become a meaningful hub for learning for not only the kids, but the community as well. That sounds amazing. So I can imagine that there are some folks out there listening to you share this information with them about um, the exciting things that are going to happen at this school. And they may be thinking to themselves, hey, that sounds really good to me. I would like to work there. So I know uh, we talked a little bit at the beginning about the fact that the timeline's really quick for opening now. You know, we're going to see the school open in August. Uh, Can you share a little bit about what staffing the school might look like and what the timelines might be that are associated with that. Yes, absolutely. I mean, we are moving so quickly toward that opening date in July, August. Um, And the most important thing really to the success of that opening is having a team of staff who are deeply committed to this vision for learning. So we're in the process right now of beginning the search for the leader of the school. Um, We currently have a position opening um, that has been posted. We're going to do an internal search for a few days at first to gather um, the, the interest of our of our current pool of school leaders. We have so many very talented individuals already within the district. And then depending on what emerges there, we'll open up to the broader community, again, in search of someone who's deeply committed and passionate about this kind of learning. And um, we'll run that probably until about the end of January, depending. It'll totally depend on who emerges and what kind of process steps need to be taken to to vet the interested individuals, make sure we get the right choice. And then early February, we're looking forward to opening a special uh, window of opportunity for our existing teachers and staff, others who are already within the district, who have that passion, who have that interest, and who would like to, to join the family at the new school. And then once we've given 
given our internal folks an opportunity to express that interest and potentially uh, get selected for a position uh, at the new school, then we'll open up more broadly to the rest of the community. So our goal is to be fully staffed before day one. Okay. Well, that's, I think that's a great goal, and you know, as we know, um, public education, full staffing is a challenge even for existing schools, so it's nice to hear that there's some deep thought and that there's been some timelines established um, to try to do our best to ensure that not only are we ready to go by day one, but hopefully in advance of day one, we're ready to go. Um, and I think that's extra important when you're opening a new school where there's co-creation involved. Um, I know in the spring we're going to be having some more conversations with our community to get um, kind of bi-directional information flowing again, um, both to update them on where we're at, but also you know to get some ongoing input in what programmatic elements might look like over time. And of course, you know we may not open with everything that the school comes to become, right, day one. Um, but I know we had some experiences when we opened the Creighton Academy where perhaps we tried to do too much out of the gate. And um, I'm kind of curious, you know, having had that background and experience and, and as we've weathered and adjusted for that, um, how you might see that knowledge coming into play in the, you know, sort of the rollout of the school and, you know, where we start and, and what we look forward to as we continue to have these community conversations about, you know, things we might want to do to expand program programming at the school. We really want to honor, and we want to honor well, the commitment to provide outdoor learning and learning about the environment and environmental sustainability. So that's going to be our primary focus in integrating those concepts into the holistic curriculum. Um, one of the questions that's been asked uh, is around dual language, for example. Mm -hmm. And that is something that we offer at two of our schools presently. And we think that there is the potential for interest maybe at this school. But we want to see how we might... Um, gauge that interest over time and in order to allow the school and the team that's working there the the opportunity to really dig in and on that outdoor education focus as the as the, as the primary priority to start because we don't want to spread ourselves too thin and and we really do think that while we love this idea there's so much support for this concept um, it's going to be a lot of work and it, there are going to be times when um, the, the, probably the wisdom is, is questioned, whether the vision is the right vision to pursue. Um, there will be times when it's hot in the summer and we're going to have to answer, well, what does that look like in the summertime? We really want to create the space um, in this place and with the staff there to explore those, those, those challenges, um, but also to work through and find solutions. So we don't want to heap too many things on top of... of the visionary development pro the visionary and development process of learning and curriculum development School. Yeah, I mean, I think um, one of the things that we've learned from our mentor in the student outcomes focused governance work is that, you know, you can set a lot of goals, but then you're not going to achieve any of them, right? But if you if you set a narrower focus, then that really sets you up to be successful to achieve those goals. And of course, as you described earlier, strong academics is goal one. This outdoor learning focus is, you know, 
probably goals two and three because you're building the plane while you're flying it. Mm-hmm. You get outside of that three goal range, and then you're starting to water things down. So I think you know maintaining focus going into it help us achieve successes early. Create a program you know that both the students and the staff at the school love and are successful with. Then that leaves future opportunity for other things, but it also doesn't put us in a position to not be successful with those with those initial steps out there. So um, I think that's there's a lot of wisdom to that. And so as we evolve, of course, we're going to want to continue that strong community feedback. Um, so you know what what you've talked about with the staff and the students and the co-creation. I know one of the other things is the goal was for this to not just be a school for our students, even though that's what it is first and foremost, but also to be a school you know, that not only meets the needs and the desires of our community, but that is also open and available to our community to an extent as well. So that way we're able to provide those resources. Um, anything you'd like to share about um, sort of those ongoing opportunities to engage the community and have them involved with this imagining of this new school as it evolves? I think that the governance of the school um, as as an artifact or as a process of co-creation and co-development is going to be really, really key. Um, We've got some wonderfully strong parent-teacher organizations growing across the district, and I definitely see that that is getting stronger. and I foresee a group taking hold, taking root, starting to grow mm-hmm. at this school as well and giving a lot of input um, into, into the evolution of the school and the instructional program. Um, and I am also envisioning that we will have many opportunities. I don't know how we'll structure it, but whether there's like a, like volunteer hours that we, that are part of having your children enrolled at this school or just opportunities to participate in the care and keeping and the nurturing of the facility and the grounds, you know, will be part of that experience as a family, but all that will bring people together. And then with regular opportunities to give input, to talk about, reflect and share about what's happening and what could be done to improve, refine, strengthen what's happening, that'll be an integral part of the governance of the school moving forward. That sounds great. Okay, so last question, and this is going to be a tough one where I'm going to put you on the spot a bit. Um, And uh, I know there are features that are kind of in the plans, and some of them are, we absolutely know we can do this, and some of them are maybe a little more aspirational, might require one of those partners to help us get it off the ground. But if you were to select one feature of the new Kennedy School that is the thing that excites you the most, um, what would that feature be? I'm super excited personally about the rainwater harvesting garden because for, for many reasons. Uh, one is it's going to be in a very prominent space on the campus, very near r- the corner of 28th Street and Osborne, off the multimedia center. Um, and we, you know, knowing the importance of water here in the desert and the way that water affects the environment, the way that it changes, um, the way that it flows, the seasonal nature of rainfall here in our community. I think that's going to present so many options and so many opportunities for kids to 
you know, quite literally get dirty, mm-hmm. uh, but also, you know, really connect with, with their world, with the environment, um, and then the joy and fun of learning. So I'm super excited to see that space take shape. I'm a little scared because I don't know exactly what it's going to look like, but I think that's part of the fun and part of the joy of learning and being part of the design uh, of this very unique space. Yeah, I guess there's always a, a little bit of wonder um, that's added to the mix when spaces are co-created. So um, really appreciate your time today. Thanks so much for, for taking some time out of your day to, to share all of this with us and uh, appreciate having you here today. Thank you. It was great to be here. <laughs>